0: Hey, just a quick show note. I have the video screen up for about 45 seconds at the very beginning with no audio. So just hang tight. It'll get rolling after a minute. Hey, have a great listen. And thank you, foodforestfarms.com for sponsoring the show. Wham and we're back another scramble in university. Welcome! Welcome. Oh geez, let's see. Let's see if I still remember how to do all the controls. Hey Rach, how are you out there? Ha! Oh yeah. One of my uh one of my C4 members was like, hey, get back to broadcasting, you slacker. So Ta-da! I figured we'd start with uh 45 seconds of dead air. So when this loops over to a podcast, we'll see. Uh we'll see if, if anybody listens to it. Oh shit. Fat fingering, fat fingering. It's Thursday. What is it? Like November 16th. Yes. Oh, how do I know it's the 16th? Oh ta-da! Because my C4 club shipped yesterday. Oh, my God. So much running around to do. So while you were gone, while I took the summer off, uh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I didn't really take the summer off. I just took the summer off from you guys. Uh, Yeah, I got a lot of shit done. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Worked on camp a ton. If you guys haven't watched a lot of my YouTube shorts, Go watch them. Uh, you can kind of see camp progressing all summer long. Um, I'm uh, hand digging terraces out there that are more, oh, uh, you know, <laughs> type one errors, type one errors. But the show's not about that. I had no good sidetrack scrambling. And the other thing is, I owe Brian Alexevich over at the Lots Project some businessy segments uh i promised them in the next couple of weeks so i figured we'd get this uh dust it off grease up the wheels take this thing for a spin again and uh anyway get it going and i got my trusty clipboard right here so if i jot down businessy terms that you're like hey that could be a whole show uh comment in the comments and uh yeah So I told him I was gonna make him like 12 segments that really like took a term and blew it up and really explained it in depth. You know, like, oh, like classroom style. Ah, perfectos. To live in the land of the free. Hey, uh, since our last episode, I hear Ohio joined us in the uh, entheogenic uh, free world of you know, being able to imbibe plants that uh, whatever, for whatever reason you want, you're an adult human. (laughs) Anybody trying to keep a plant from you, you have to question their sanity. Like, oh, really? You're trying to keep me away from a plant, huh? Okay. How much resources are you going to devote to that? All right. What's driving you other than insanity? (laughs) Okay, okay. Stick. Stick to this topic. Uh, and you, hey, that's, oh, I didn't grab my other cup. Damn it. Uh, okay, so I am drinking out of a plain Jane green cup with no logo on it. It's actually on the other side. So this is not mine. I'm not showing you. Uh, yeah, yeah. What makes this whole thing possible? Ah, hey, throw them out the front door is an idea. <laughs> so what makes this whole show possible? FoodForceFarms.com. Hey, yeah, we. Uh, oh, ah, look, hey, it's right up here in the corner. Food Forest Farms, coffee roasters. Yeah, you know, it's hard to follow Jack's advice. Say what you are, do what you say. You know, ah, we're we're yeah, <laughs> we are a multi-legged stool. One of the legs of the stool is a super awesome three pound air roaster. Part of that leg of that stool is my brain. Yeah, I worked in specialty coffee for like a decade and a half, was at the cutting edge of some development of some super cool shit. I got to take clients around the world in search of coffee and people who sold coffee for me in the u.s down to coffee country and really teach them about all the intricacies of what they were selling and why they were selling what they were selling was different it's way different when you understand what you're doing um yeah, yeah so anyway thanks food forest farms coffee roasters we appreciate you uh firing up the old stream yard oh i can see people are dropping off like flies because Maybe they're not used to scrambling you. That's just kind of how it is. Uh, Yeah. Me, uncut, unfiltered, unvarnished, unedited, and mm, mm, irreverent. (laughs) All right. All right. So today's episode, 191, entitled Inflation, Deflation, Currency Collapse, Productivity, and UBI. What do those all have in common? Hmm. Other than I've been thinking about them a lot for like the last six months and how they form a pattern. As I said on a show the other day, Jack was on a riff on TSP and I threw in because he kept talking about World War III coming shortly or in the future or what it'll look like, all that bullshit. And I was like, no. It started a year or two ago. We already lost. The next war won't look like the last war. That's why when we are looking for a kinetic thing, not going to happen. It already happened. We already lost. And that is kind of the overarching of this talk. Now, what, what the fuck do you mean, scrambling? We already lost World War III. Hmm. Because, well, multi-pronged, but I'll at least explain the economic component of our loss already. Oh, hey, yeah, good idea. Hey, look, I got a clipboard just to remind myself shit. Uh, so <laughs> next one, I need to explain the other four. Sorry for those of you on the podcast, writing note to self so I can make this more coherent and linear. Okay, so the one fork of World War III that we already lost is transition of economies. There's so many things converging right now that have so many giant implications that's why you're seeing so many internet people screaming like chicken littles about either inflation or deflation at the same time productivity gains will have to facilitate a UBI. Now, that is all wrapped up inside a currency collapse. How do all five of those things relate to each other? Each inflation and deflation, right? Diametrically opposed. Productivity. Getting so so high. And when I say productivity getting high, you can <laughs> just like me, you can probably put in that mix energy nearing free is a is a derivation of productivity getting high. Sorry, podcast people. Again, note to self. Uh, Okay. With product... Okay, so productivity getting ridiculously high, energy becoming almost free will drive the trend for UBI. If you really really drive productivity insanely high, you'll have no need for more workers, right? If robots can start building robots and then AI can make, all oh, producers, creators, whatever, ridiculously efficient. Maybe even you don't, yeah, you know, one person's doing 100 people's job. The other thing, if you guys aren't paying attention, and I try not to as much as I can, but a bunch of shit filters through. So (laughs) if you've been paying attention, the fusion energy reactors are here slash almost here. They have working versions of them now. means you put in X amount of energy, you get X plus one out. Blah, blah, blah. Argue, argue, argue. Uh, Everything didn't work perfectly the first time it was tried. Right? Shit blows up. Blah, blah. It's going to be disasters. It's a cleaner, more efficient energy when you work the bugs out that can be produced in a decentralized fashion. Right now, the thing, most of the energy produced gets lost in transmission. Pushing. Ah, my battery's crashing. Uh, Okay, why is my battery crashing? Sorry. (laughs) Oh, does that help? Let's see. Oh, my gosh. No. Why is this happening? Sorry, sorry. Oh, always chaos. Always chaos. Gotta have it. Okay, so why is my battery not charging? Oh. Hey babe, can I have your charger real quick? Power charger. And this charger is somehow not working. I don't know if I blew it in the wall. <laughs> Please stand by. Uh, if I go away, I'm going to come back real quick. Um, luckily, we have the same basic computer. You can just plug it straight into the wall. Okay, now it's getting a charge. Wow, that was weird. Okay. Okay. Uh, Tell you what, keep plug it in over here. This one. Yeah. I just want. to... Uh, did am ah, interested. Nope. Straight into the wall. <laughs> Okay. All right. Oh, sorry for all of you playing along at home. <laughs> chaos, chaos. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess my power. I guess my power block died. I've, I've never. Yeah. <laughs> guess what? I'm a prepper. Yeah, yeah. Two is one. One is none. Hers is the same. And I got a backup upstairs. Ta-da. Oh. Oh, I saw somebody uh, I saw somebody bitching the other day about how they were gonna lose so much money because their power went out or because their yeah, their power went out and all the shit in their fridge was gonna go bad. It was like how many thousands of posts have you posted about all these concerts you traveled to across the fucking country and all that shwaggedy swag gear that you're wearing? That's a logo to all the shit. And seriously, you don't have a ninety-nine dollar fucking generator from Harbor Freight? <laughs> I wasn't dick enough to like actually post up like you dumbass <laughs> should have three generators, but you know, one'll do. Oh, holy fuck. Okay, so uh <laughs> oh, let's see. Oh, Rachel and stereo. Oh, you're killing me. Uh okay. Ta-da. So pre-power uh uh crisis. <laughs> uh, so yeah, productivity gains. The fusion, the fusion tech, they're running one up in Redmond right now, right? So you put in X amount of power and you get X plus one out. It takes a lot of energy to make it work right now. And, but all the stuff doesn't work at scale. The other thing, the Eva revolution is four years away and if you don't know what it, eVTOL is you should look it up e v t o l yeah electric vertical takeoff landing so the city and county of la uber paid them oh god i don't know seven eight years ago at this point i don't know Look back to the first scrambling university. No, 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 it had to be more like four or five years ago. A billion dollars. Billion. With the B. That was before b got thrown around like fucking Kleenex. They paid them a billion dollars for the rights to deliver humans via air to the upcoming Olympics in L.A. I think 2028. Yeah, look that shit up. It's for real. So. Think about if you don't have to maintain roads anymore for getting people around and you make cars so expensive, like people don't want to drive like so, you know, a tenth the cars are driving around because gas is fucking crazy expensive. But you make it really easy to just whip your phone out and press a button and literally shoof, a quadcopter is there in 60 seconds already right, it take you wherever. Think about most trips. You run down to the grocery store, you run on the mall, you run on It's You know what? Five, ten miles. I know you folks out there in the audience that live out in Ruralville. <laughs> Your trips would be a lot longer. Um, but we'll get to that in a second. 90% of the humans live within something like 90 miles of a coastline. And coast means Mississippi River, too. I mean... <laughs> the outside's the inside at some point you're just a donut Uh, okay so if everybody lives within about 90 miles of a coast that's pretty dense in most everywhere right so most everywhere most things you just need a ride to a place and if you could literally have the quadcopter come faster than it would take you to walk out to the parking lot and go get in the car why bother me yeah yeah i hate crazy centralization too so in my perfect world there would be like competing taxi companies and all that shit. but however much we want to mentally masturbate about it it's coming it's right around the like blink right that means you don't need all the uber drivers gone Gone. why would you take an uber when you could just blink a quadcopter over Mm, right that's all computer driven they all talk to each other they all have parameters of which way to go at what elevation right like going to be way safer than driving with the dude who literally just got here from like Ethiopia like four days ago and has enough English to get a driver's license and follow the purple line on the phone. (laughs) So. Mm. Super, super efficient labor markets. Right. There's no need anymore for like rooms and rooms of financial analysts. You can have the AI start to crawl through spreadsheets and spreadsheets and spreadsheets and just call out patterns, right? That then one human goes and looks at, ah, what'd you see from the pattern? Ah, yeah, that division's overspending on shit. Uh, like oof. shit is about to get leaned out. Uh, so <laughs> yeah yeah super efficiency it, it's okay Banji. uh so yeah yeah at the same time right now anyway inflation is raging raging around the world they are printing more money that has ever been printed in all of history. For basically the same goods and services, I mean, it's a fixed quantity of metals, right? It's a fixed quantity of buildable land. How many trinkets and trash can they sell the hordes, right? They've been pumping out the currency and The hordes have been like, yum, 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 gobbling up plastic shit for fucking decades now. Right. And now it's all coming out like, oh, yeah, microplastics are fucking all the humans up and like can't reproduce anymore. And like fucking up the oceans. Like maybe we should do the last plastic. So funny. I had this conversation with the oil guy 15 years ago. And I got put in charge of convenience stores for the coffee company. Cause I knew convenience store owners cause I sold meat products to them for a decade before that. And they're like, why would you go from like the super fun like meat giant fucking food conglomerate to go to work for this coffee company that's a small startup again. And I said, cause I can see long-term trends, right? I went to work for the meat company when Atkins diet was first starting to really roll because it was the trend, protein, the trend, fuck, go sell meat. <laughs> so yeah, what I told the oil guy, what he couldn't believe was, yeah, coffee's the number two commodity on planet earth behind oil and nobody's trying to use less coffee everyone is trying to use less oil Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they're all pivoting right they're not oil companies anymore they're energy companies they had to do that right when you get stuck up a level or down a level It's like playing a fucking video game. I'm stuck. Oh, yeah. Okay. Up a level. Hey, you can see the map better or down a level. Oh, now you fit through the door. Come on. (laughs) So, yeah, the oil guy that I told he was going to be out of the oil business. He didn't get it yet. Laughed at me. The high, high up exec in Budweiser. Oh, I don't know. 20 plus years ago. When I was a starting out food service sales rep who like got the future of beers was, I was home at that point. And all the craft beer at that point was cracking through like 1% market share. And that was, it was before like Red Hook was a thing. Like literally I forgot what day that stock went public, but yeah, back to, it's cause, <laughs> cause I got in on the Red Hook public stock offering i could see the trend and i was telling him how craft beers were going to up this world and those guys weren't going to be king anymore then the budweiser guy was like yeah you're on crack what exactly happened they, they can't see it so yeah yeah if you're not directly involved it's a lot easier to see <laughs> but so coffee is growing at a rate, Starbucks is the biggest store, the biggest volume mover on the planet of specialty coffees, right? Arabica, only Arabica beans. They're figuring out how to grow a lot more shit coffees a lot more places. But yeah, total co- consumption worldwide. Growing. And Starbucks throttles it because when you bring a new coffee plant online, a tree, you don't get shit out of it for five years. So if they were to... Really pump up coffee in all of China and all of India, where really coffee drinking is a tiny fraction. So even just make it a little bigger fraction, is a lot of people. No way, can't keep up world demand. So yeah, it is very cartel-like. Them in distant lands back when I was in it well, a while ago, <laughs> were going around the world buying up farms. Whoever was up and functioning and could be taken over and yeah, it was made a little bit better. So we the coffee up to specialty quality. It was just who was going to buy them the fastest to drive the cost down so you could control the entire chain. Ah. Ah. Another term that I want to talk to you about on another day, vertical integration. Sorry, podcast people writing. Uh, So, yeah, vertical integration. Um, So, yeah, driving down, right? Driving down costs. But at the same point, well, okay, driving down costs of what? All commodities. All commodities. Think of how much money has been printed in the last, oh, I don't know going to go back to two thousand eight and run through that bubble, papa and throw in the pandemic, jackety. You are talking like ninety nine percent of all dollars printed or digitized <laughs> since the inception of the dollar is since two thousand eight. Like 99. Okay, so why? If a gallon of milk in 2007 was a buck, why isn't it $1,000 now? Because they printed that much fucking money. It's because they've sucked it up into things. Right? It's They're printing it, but they're keeping it away from you. They'll let it go through you once, right? Because they know everybody's just going to get a dollar, spend a dollar. <laughs> Actually get a dollar, spend a dollar ten. So it works even better. But it gets sucked up, vacuumed up to the people that hold the hard assets. The reason inflation isn't just raging right now right is because of productivity gains all commodities are basically getting cheaper divided by the money supply going down getting cheaper for sure i mean in relation to everything else labor driven by medical costs are just putting the whole machine on tilt right so expensive i mean yes i get foods up foods up a bunch but what's crazy up is the whole like farming, medical industrial complex is up a bunch i mean think of i the numbers are staggering, staggering. For someone who isn't like hasn't seen a doctor in like ten years, except to get a fucking uh, penicillin or whatever, some whatever cillin it was, <laughs> prescription, because they wouldn't just fucking give it to me, and I was too dumb to get the mock psyllin, fish cillin by myself. Dull, bad prep or me. <laughs> <laughs> bad prepper (laughs) see i can take it. you can comment over there yeah hey dumbass you should have that shit at your house yes i should and then that one time i had to see the doc in the last decade would have been zero just like it should have been because people shouldn't be sick shouldn't be like the perpetual state of humanity you shouldn't be on i think the average is something like nine fucking prescriptions (laughs) come on um uh yeah yeah and like what is it like the last like week or three of somebody's life is like up to a couple million bucks now so every dead fucker that they can drag through a hospital before they let them expire is worth like three million to the system right it's just like they need your kids in public school so every fucking day their ass is in that seat. They can bill the state so the state can bill the feds. A dollar amount, a fixed amount. That's why they get so pissed off when they're not in the seat and they want them signed up for even digital school. You so get the money. You're fucking with the flow. You can't fuck with the flow. Cash flow is king. Countries Counties, families, everything. That's what you live on. The number, (laughs) the asset number of the fake value of the stocks in the portfolio don't mean dick. They're digits. Unless it's cash flowing through your economy, it doesn't mean shit. It's just a number on a fucking piece of paper. Yeah unless you can hold it, stand on it, I don't know, go out and start it up. A piece of industrial equipment that makes a thing, makes a thing easier, right? Yeah. Woof. <laughs> yeah. Why are all the sovereigns running to hard assets right now? Hard assets, right? Why are they scrambling to buy shit? Gold, aircraft carriers, giant missile systems. I don't know. (laughs) Why? Because it's going to get more expensive. And if you buy the shit now, you got it now. Well, the whole thing unravels. Yeah. Yeah. When shit gets super hyper efficient and they don't need people to do the shit anymore. Right? It's complete and utter chaos. If you can decentralize power, you have like vehicles will move people around for almost nothing a mile with hardly any accidents, right? So there's not going to be a whole lot of insurance for lawyers to fight about rear ends because they are not going to be those Yeah, yeah, it's all about the flip. UBI. I'm thinking has to be rolled out. It's going to be the opioid. If you don't, it's pure chaos. Because yes, less and less people will have to work because shit won't require as many humans to run it. Once once you're running... the robots that have a hand dexterity in that for like flipping wrenches and all that shit is pretty damn close (laughs) right and lithium's not the not the limiting factor it's nickel right but but that's all even horseshit with the superconducting batteries that are nanotech batteries they charge like in 10 seconds they can power shit all day so yeah, yeah. It's oh yeah. Every every job. I, I was looking at uh, one of the robotic things the other day. They had one that like picks up drywall and like walks it over the wall, hangs it in the right next spot. It's fucking heavy. That it takes a lot of time. If you got a robot that could do that, you know, and the guy just has to pop the screws through. Yikes. Even just that in the beginning as <laughs> takes out, I mean, makes the job go, I don't know, 10 times faster, takes out a dude. So yeah, yeah. So inflation, deflation, currency collapse, right? They're printing so much money. And there's, like I said, only so much stuff you can buy. Right, and then after that, there's think of think of the cash flow machine, right? They're printing, they're not printing anymore. <laughs> That's quaint, right? They're digitizing, right? You just ask for a loan. Blank, blank, Banks have zero reserve, which means the deposits to the loans. They disconnected that bullshit a long time ago. It was zero forever. It means you needed $0 to make a loan against the $0. They asked them to move it to 3%. I don't know, four or five months ago, time, time is fucked right now. So anyway, in the near past, <laughs> what's the name of the Jetsons robot, the housekeeper? Uh, uh, Rosie so funny that you talk about the jetsons robot housekeeper there's two pieces of art in my house that are hand signed jetsons cells uh, <laughs> i don't have that one i got the one with the flying car maybe that's why i pay attention to flying cars uh but yeah yeah <laughs> the, the 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 printing of the digits right? Pushing them out, finding creative reasons to push out more digits faster than they can be sucked up is a problem. It's going to, it it has just made fucking crazy bubbles. They're going to pop all over. That's why people are trying to get into hard assets. Hey, speaking of hard assets (laughs) it's for him uh if you have old 401ks kicking around from here and there from like old employers right and you have it at risk in the stock market all these phantom companies that just live by gobbling up debt to make their cash flow pipe work right? They just, they get more, they sell more shit. Then they go to the bank and get bigger lines of credit and then really pay all their bills with the lines of credit, right? That worked just fine while we were pushing rates were down, 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 almost free money. That game works all day long. Uh, ask Michael Saylor when he took uh micro Strategies and invested like 500 million in bitcoin because they were giving him no i think that was actually the first one they bought cash after that he had made a bunch of money it was up four or five X or something and he was going to banks and they were trying to give him zero percent money billions of dollars right because Oh, hey, we're a coffee company. Listen to this beautiful sound of grinding coffee. Oh, that is a bun dual hopper smart grinder. It knows what coffee's in each side of the hopper and adjusts the grind spec. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear it or not, or it's filtering it, but uh yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the uh uh yeah, they're pushing out currency faster than it can be sucked up. So if you have digits that are in risky shit right now, like zombie companies that once they have to go refinance that debt are just gonna go away, right? Um, Stock goes from like yay to, oh, don't, don't exist anymore or got, sold to a competitor right and the stock sold for 10 cents on the dollar right that happens in a blink (laughs) when people have to refi and are like hey crew we haven't been profitable for five years but we've been living on the tit and Mm -hmm. now the money costs money so we gotta hang it up so when that starts to happen and the good stocks start yeah, getting worth more that if they produce a real thing as the others just are like pop 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 pop, going away all of the folks who are dca in dollar cost averaging into 401ks and shit all right and they're watching their digits go up are super happy yeah right now right you're about to cry <laughs> well, uh, especially if you're well diversified um Yeah, and you haven't picked a stock for our reason because it makes a thing, right? Just general like, oh yeah, it'll work. Oh, if you don't know if the company's a zombie company or not, you should not be in it. So anyway, the thing they're not making more of, out of town, super prime farmland with views, right? Not. So, If you want to consider sticking digits from stock market ah, into like land, hit me up, PM me. I got a great piece of land. I've already talked to a land broker. It's gonna go up in the spring when it's super high prices and yada, yada. We're gonna make it super photogenic, blah, blah, blah. But I would much rather teach one of you guys how to stick land inside a 401k and actually have when they keep printing digits and start to push out money, right? Think about it. Bigger denominator, bigger denominator, bigger denominator, right? If you don't have a thing if you have a thing denominated in dollars, everything gets worthless. If you have a thing not denominated in dollars, right? If it's actual, well, it, it, its value stays the same. That's why to diversify. That's why to own shit like gold, silver, land, like industrial equipment, manufacturing equipment, right own a thing for a reason (laughs) maybe not being super high-end vacation rental property right now Maybe be being like housing for folks that don't have a bunch of money that need housing because yeah there is yeah right (laughs) anyway yeah hey i don't want to yak forever i got a couple ideas for some other shows talking about vertical integration and uh productivity uh Let's see. um, Gosh. Yeah, my C4 club has been clipping along. We're past uh, 51 now. We're on downhill slide, 49 left. The last couple people that we got on board are super cool. Uh, one of them is a musician. Go check out his page at foodforcefarms.com. Miles Rodriguez just put out a new album. Uh, he just had a film uh, play down at uh, LA film festival uh for folks in recovery yeah great human great human uh, i'm waiting for art for some more people that just joined so i can get their site up to date um yeah my c4 club c4 c4 love you guys yeah what is it it's a club beyond description you start a smart contract with me which is an nft as soon as we sell a hundred of them Boom, 40 bucks a month. You send me 40 bucks a month. Hmm, that's your part of the deal. Pretty simple. <laughs> On or before the 15th. That's it. That's all you got to do. Okay, my part of the deal. I agree to send you at least 50 bucks worth of shit every month. Whoa, you just made 20%. Blink, look at that. Uh, yeah. So if you want coffee, my coffee sells for 25 bucks and up a pound. So usually most people get two pounds of coffee. Send me forty, I send you two pounds of coffee. <laughs> uh, oh, bond hits! Wait, 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 wait! We gotta end the show properly. Uh, yeah, yeah. So hold on, I'll end the show with that. Uh, oh yeah. So we gotta pack this thing. Oh. Uh, so yeah, that is what most people get is two pounds of coffee. But it allows you to buy up to 100 pounds of coffee a month at $20 a pound. So if you wanna come up with a label for your favorite coffee blend that you make for yourself and sell it under your label on my coffee shop, I'm good with that. You just sell the coffee that you got from me for $20. For the same 25 bucks or 26 or 27 that I do on my site all day. And hey, dude, When you sell a bag of your blend, guess what? I owe you five, six, or seven bucks. Yeah, it's that easy. And maybe you sell four or five bags a month, and then your 40 bucks gets you free coffee. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> maybe. Uh yeah. Hey, what else could you do with the 40 bucks a month? Uh well, it gets you. Point seven five nights in our Seattle Airbnb with Sherpa Services. So, what does that mean? Well, that means uh, let's see. Uh, that would be four nights a year, something like that. I don't know. Do the math. Comes out to sixty bucks. Set at eighty three dollars plus Airbnb fee. You know, two guests, whatever. So it comes out to be like hundred and one dollars. It's not. It's sixty. And I pick you up at the airport, drop you back off. Uh, So yeah, the uh, Airbnb with Sherpa services. Think about like, if you were just going to fly up to Seattle to see your favorite band play at like Climate Pledge Arena or the Tacoma Dome. Oh, world's largest wooden dome. So great for music. So yeah, if you're going to fly in, see your favorite band play and you didn't even have to rent a car. You're just like, hey, choo, juju, pick me up, drop me off, and I'm going to just Uber to the show if I don't go with you. uh, Yeah, holy shit. I just saved you 300 bucks. So you could do that with your C4, C4, $40 a month, two mini payments. Uh, I have a camp, 10-acre, beautiful paradise in the woods over in the Pacific Northwest. Say you wanted to teach a class to like 100 students and you needed a camping place. Oh, hey, you know a guy. Guess what your rental price is? Go fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. C4 crew is kind of like family. Hey, Mikasa, Sukasa, you know, within some reasonable limits. If you're taking up my Airbnb, I got to charge you a little bit. If you're going to go use my camp to teach a cool thing to some folks, go teach them. I know there's survivalists out there and like, camping guys all that like life-saving people yeah pacific northwest it's your camp too join the crew go use the asset why not help make it better use it using it makes better yes yeah unlike machinery and such it's nature right the more we use it and make it how we want to make it the better it gets everybody wins. I win. Camp wins. You win. We all win. Hey, when I was a suit taught guy (laughs) running around dragging people around the world to do shit and build their businesses and streamline their operations and blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Right. I used to bill out 300 an hour or any part thereof. Yeah, you want an hour and ten minute conversation? That's six hundred bucks. Right now, yeah, for my hundred C four consulting, just ask. If I don't really know it, I probably know somebody who really knows it pretty close in the circle. So, yeah, hey, it doesn't hurt to ask. And yeah, people that have started asking me for business consulting that aren't C four crew, kind of fuck off. If 40 bucks a month asks pretty much unlimited questions, have direct access and get some coffee or camping or use Airbnb. Isn't enough? Yeah. Suck it. Uh, you know, <laughs> but you, know you, you, you gotta be able to take me as a consultant. Cause I'm going to like ask you really, really hard questions, really hard questions. Like, why does your product need to exist? Like, are you trying to build a market or are you trying to sell into a market? Like, well, those were pretty soul searching questions of, You're trying to market or do a thing and you haven't really thought about it. So anyway, hey, that's my quick pitch for my C4, C4 crew. Yeah, all you got to do is foodforcefarms.com. Scroll to the bottom. You see a big Sasquatch holding a silver slot machine. Ooh, why a silver slot machine? Hmm. Well, when you click on it, look for the thing that says description plus. Click on that. Read it. I'm not saying it on the air. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. To leave you right there. Why does a Sasquatch have a slot machine that's set on tilt? Good question. All right, everybody. Have a fantastic Thursday. I got some bowling I gotta go do. These nuts is going to win the winter quarter. All right. Scrappy and Banjo say, (laughs) Arriba, Get back to work, Pops. And uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll put 192 out later than sooner. Or sooner than later. Something like that. All right. Hey, back at it. Love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. See ya.